This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty. I just heard on a newscast Miley Cyrus uh, talking about uh, her house burnt down. And, um, Sorry to hear that. Yeah, and I am too. I mean, you know, I have no feelings either way about Miley Cyrus. Her house is her house, her stuff is her stuff, but I just, I would say to all the celebrities, I saw like Baldwin's daughter and a number of others, the perception of your plight versus uh, everybody else's is uh, completely different. So you might, you might want to lay low and just talk amongst your friends about losing your house, because I think we all assume your resources for getting that taken care of or staying in a hotel for the next six months. Or, or in your other homes. Or your other, other home. yeah, exactly, is, is a little different than everybody else's. Right. Live from Studio C. C, senor. A dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. Today, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Devastating wildfires again, I'm afraid. You see Kim and Kanye hired their own private fire department to stand outside their house with hoses? I missed that somehow. If you could afford it, you'd do it. Why wouldn't you? You know. just Who knew there were any private fire departments? I think if you got enough money, you can come up with anything, but. Sure. Mm-hmm. Well, if there's one on Earth and you're Kim and Kanye, you have them fly to where you are, right. I suppose. Right, right. I'll be uh, danged. Who knew? Um, And, boy, the angle for uh, Pacific Gas and Electric on the most devastating and deadly oh, fire yeah. in California's history. Were they responsible? There's a woman who says she saw sparks, and oof, it's getting, uh, that's going to get dicey. We got, Marshall's got that in his news coming up in a little bit, but. Uh, let's introduce our main squad. We'll start over there with our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. Hi this morning, Michael. I'm doing okay. I'm ashamed to admit this, but I'm wearing a, on my right foot a sock that is functional, but that it's it's worn on the top of my foot, so it, you can actually see my foot. It's you're, like clear. Oh, your, your sock is worn on the top? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it wore out first on the top. How, what well, are you, you, know, when do you, you put it hang on? from the trees <laughs> like an ape? How do you How walk? That <laughs> you have an odd gait. No, well, it's just I can see my foot. It's basically wow. it's like a see-through sock. Sure, that, but that's generally our socks wear out on the bottom. Are, are you talking like by the toes or? or... No, I, maybe I'm wearing it upside down. Is it a tube sock yeah. that you've rotated upside down? Perhaps. That's got to be <laughs> it. That's my diagnosis. Anyway, anyway so, so, see, you've got a shameful, shameful sock. I yeah, put on it a functions, sock, but I can see my foot. So I know, it's almost I know. like I don't have a sock on. Well, it's, you feel like you're homeless or something. I put on a sock the other day, and there was a hole right at the ankle, and I thought oh. this is. I, you know, I'd like yeah. to feel like I'm better than this. I know, but then you think to yourself, you know, I could put another sock on. But no, I'd have to walk want clear right. over there. <laughs> I'll just hope my pant legs don't ride up to somebody sees the yeah. holes in yeah, my no, socks. Nobody will see it. 
<laughs> it doesn't make you feel like you're just, you know, things haven't gone the way you were hoping. Well, yeah, not only that, but there's somebody making nine cents an hour in Indonesia, and you've put them out of work. Buy some socks, you cheap bastard. God, the, the opposite is true. I put on a fresh pair of underwear and socks, and I just feel like, I am my boy, everything's coming up, Jack. Huh? <laughs> there's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Uh, doing quite well, even though one of, uh, without a doubt, one of the most influential people in my life uh, passed away yesterday. Uh, never met the man. Uh, Stan Lee, uh, co-founder of many of the beloved Marvel superhero characters that are now being made into gigantic major motion for, picture franchises. For those of us who don't know Arn is into it, who who is he responsible for inventing? Uh, I, I, yeah, go ahead. Uh, Spider-Man, the Fantastic Four, X-Men, Iron Man, Hulk, uh, pretty much. He invented Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him that and, alone is yeah, a big deal. Him and Jack Kirby uh, were co-responsible for a lot of these things. Jack Kirby did a lot of the art for it. Um, uh, but yeah, he passed away. Uh, my mom, uh, very fond of telling me that if it weren't for comic books and baseball cards, I would never have learned to read those very (laughs) comic books that I was reading were X-Men, Daredevil, Spider-Man, things that Stanley created. Uh, so thank you for making me read Stanley and, uh, his famous, uh, catchphrase Excelsior, which he used to mean upward and onward to greater glory. So to you, sir, I say Excelsior. It is. Does anybody suspect foul play? No, I don't believe so. He was ninety-five. The Green Goblin. Okay. Has anybody seen him? Uh, here is your list: Ant Man, The Avengers, Black Panther, Black Widow, Captain Marvel, Daredevil, The Fantastic Four, including Mister Fantastic, which is my nickname. Uh, Invisible, <laughs> Invisible Woman, Human Torch, The Thing, Doctor Doom, etc. Hulk and She Hulk. I don't know She Hulk's act. Oh yeah, she's, is she single? Does she date? I, uh, <laughs> she's a strong woman. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> Break it right off. Mm. Uh, Iron Man, Loki, Spider Man, including all of the characters and villains therein. Thor, the X Men, a, a list of his duds. Doesn't but before you get to that, doesn't yes. he have to be insanely wealthy? I mean, just like insanely wealthy off of all that, or did he do one of those uh, things where he sold the rights to it for four dollars when he was a young man, right, and kept working for him? <laughs> I don't know what's his net worth. Marshall figured out. All right, uh, yeah. from my understanding, he was not as wealthy as he should have been yeah, for God. for being a part of those. It seems right. like you would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she Hulk. A... There's, there's a picture of She Hulk. She's pretty hot. She's oh, green. Yeah. She's, yeah. she's the color of ham that's gone bad. And she's, she's muscular, but not, not like steroid freak gal muscular. Right, no. right. But, but she's, dis- just, she's, she's, she's very fit. big. Yeah, her arms are a little big. I don't want a, any woman's arms right. bigger than mine. That would weird me out. <laughs> now it's going to narrow it down. <laughs> and my friends. Like a couple of pipe cleaners hanging from his shoulders. <laughs> Stan Lee's net worth between 50 and $80 million. Got it. It should do. be more than that, should though. be a billion. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, uh, he probably needed a car at age 31, so sold off, you know, his yeah. share for He started out bucks. Uh, at the comic book company as a inkwell filler for the artists right. and eventually got his own writing credits and started <laughs> I guess, I guess inkwell when, filler. I guess when you're yeah. 95, your starting out goes way back. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny, my kids never mentioned inkwell filler in their career aspirations. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the duds Stanley created. Asbestos Man. <laughs> mm. <laughs> That's not real, is it? The Gibbon. Like a monkey? The yeah, yeah. yeah. The Governator, co-created with Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Man Thing, Psycho Man, and Stripperella, co-created with Pamela Anderson. You wouldn't understand it. It's a Man Thing. <laughs> K B A W E C. Keep berating adults who enjoy comics. That's Ryan in Folsom, California. So they're not all home runs, but they don't have to be. No, good go. lord, that's how you hit home runs. If swinging in, hard. If all he invented was Spider Man, he'd be a big deal. Sure. Um, there's Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? Well, you'll remember a while back, we all went in on Mega Millions. Did well, we? 
last <laughs> week, last week, our executive producer Hanson gave me the ticket to see if we won, and gentlemen, we did. Yes, we did win. If you all, I'm out. <laughs> Here's the deal. I want to know how you want your winnings. The ticket paid out two bucks, hmm? which works out to about 33 cents for each of us. Now, I could award sure. cash payouts, or we could turn it into another Mega Millions ticket. In other words, burn it. <laughs> I want my 33 I'm, I'm cents and walk. I'm going to take my 33 cents and walk. You're like right. Stan Lee. You're not going to be a billionaire. <laughs> All right, it looks like cash payout. See, we had to have everybody in or everybody's out. Oh, so, gotcha. All right, so 33 cents. Mm. I'll be bringing in the uh, bags of pennies tomorrow. <laughs> awesome. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Tuesday, November 13th, year 2018. We're setting you straight in 21-8. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Turning dollars into pennies. That's a little bit like getting into the wine business, from what I hear. <laughs> All right, let's begin the show now. Officially, according to FCC, rules and regs. Here we go at Mark. Do you trust that the government's going to help everybody? No. Absolutely not. I don't at all. Well, that'd probably be my feeling. And if they do, it's going to be really, really slow and really, really difficult. And humiliating. Uh, yeah. Uh, what are other headlines, Marshall Phillips? Uh, Northern California wildfire, the deadliest now in state history. Red flag warnings up around the state. Closing in on the cause, utility companies may be responsible for starting the deadly fires. And Amazon's big reveal, the big second headquarters reveal, coming up minutes from now. They made their decision on their second headquarters. Um, Also, North Korea looks like they're steaming full speed ahead in terms of their nuclear weapons program, it would certainly seem. Ah, what? And that's a problem. How does mailbag look? Oh, it's fine. It's very good. I think we might designate a segment, a special segment for... Uh, fire-related email. Seems like a great idea. Yeah, let uh, y'all contribute. Our email address, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com, whether it's forest management, your experience recommending a charity, what have you, uh, hit us. A lot of interesting stuff on the way, including someone who should know on whether Hillary Clinton's going to run in 2020. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. You do have friends, don't you? Well, the super friends... Well, you should get some friends who aren't printed on paper. What, you mean action figures? (laughs) Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I also would like to declare war on France. Having heard more of that uh, child leader's speech. What are you, King George? Screw him. Yeah, I know. Screw him. I know. We'll get into it. Old Macron. With his pretty, pretty face and his old wife. We'll, we'll see about that, huh? Why would I take a shot at that? I don't know. It's on mailbag. It's kind of funny. It's kind of interesting. The fact that she was like 40 and he was a 16-year-old. Yeah. And they got together while he was, he was a, a, a student, a yeah. child. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. It's crime over here, Frenchie. Hmm? They seem to be in love. They've been together a long time. Our quote of the day this morning, not a freedom-loving quote of the day precisely, but a quote from uh, one Stan Lee recently passed. 
That person who helps others simply because it should or must be done and because it is the right thing to do is indeed, without a doubt, a real superhero. That's pretty good. I think we have plenty of opportunity on the West Coast to do that very thing right now. You can go to armstrongandgetty.com. We have some charities you might want to kick into. Help the fire victims. Did you see how smoky it was on Monday Night Football? Yeah. For the 49ers game? Yeah, in beautiful Santa Clara, which is a solid 200 and change miles away from the big fire. But there's that much smoke. I was looking at NASA's uh, satellite photos, and there are ships hundreds of miles out at sea looking up at the sky and saying, what the heck is that all about? There's so much smoke out over the Pacific. Uh, boy, a lot of people want to know this. Judy asked me this as well, Jack. It's a nice note from Darlene. Um, from Fort Wayne, uh, formerly from Modesto, California. We already have a national show. Jack Joe, is Jack still the fastest runner in the family? Has Sam, Sam claimed that title? Did the race happen? I have not had a chance to race. It was oh. too windy one day, then we went fishing, then it was too smoky, really, to, to be running foot races. U.S. Olympic Committee wouldn't recognize the uh, times on that windy day. Right, but right. I, I am prepared. And then too smoky. Are you training? I, I'm not putting it off, because I get slower every day and he gets faster every day, <laughs> so it's not to my advantage to put it off. Well, that's what you claim, but has it been put off? Answer the question, has it? Yes is the answer. And who would be most interested in putting it off? You, sir. Follow the foot speed. That's what I say. I think I can win, but it's getting harder every day. Yeah. No, I hear you. <clears throat> I hear you. And plus, yeah, you don't want to run around in the smoke. The, the, the NFL guys were. It was about one tick away from them having to call the game because the players' union would have said something. Right. As it is, I'll bet those guys are coughing up gook. The number was 155 at kickoff, whatever that number means. If you get up to like 170, you're not supposed to do anything active. That's what it was around my house over the weekend. And it actually rose up after kickoff. I was going to mention this, by the way. The Um, ancient Eli Manning was able to march down the field at the end, though, and thwart the 49ers as two two two-win teams battled it out. Eli Manning, one year younger than Stanley. Did you know that? (laughs) I didn't know that. 88. Uh, I, I, I'm back like a junkie to the NFL. Oh, really? i got to talk about I that. I have yet to see a snap. <sighs> oh, man. Uh, let's see. Let's move along. It's uh, Ken in Taiwan. Uh, on the topic of the latest uh, phrase on college campuses to be designated as racist and politically incorrect and cultural appropriation or whatever hogwash is long time no see. Because it's insensitive to Asian speakers or something. Long time no see. Okay. And By a couple the way, of yes, hogwash is a good one. Need to use that more often. Yeah, I'm, I'm, hogwash is great and old timey. Right. Um. So uh, a couple of our beloved listeners who happen to live uh, abroad these days, we already have a global show uh, in the Asian <laughs> world, have pointed out that it is actually. Uh, an, an adaptation of a uh, an Asian Chinese, I think specifically, uh, expression. Who cares? And and which brings us to the oft made point around here: the idea of cultural appropriation is ninety eight percent of the time idiotic. If a nation of human beings thought, "Wow, that phrase is incredibly brief and descriptive," I'm going to use that for the rest of my life. That's not theft. That's tribute. That's admiration. That's respect. If somebody says long time no see, you know perfectly well what they're talking about, and not a single air-sucking homo sapien intends any offense to any Asian person. And no Asian person, other than a psycho, would take any offense. So the fact that colleges are saying, well, you probably shouldn't ban that, just shows how insane they are. 
teach the kids math and English and engineering and stuff. Quit with the hogwash. <laughs> well, the hog is clean. <laughs> is that what hogwash is? I don't know what it is. <laughs> and I've been around more hogs than the average person. Right. Seems like it would be... So when people use it, it's like, oh, that's hogwash. It's not something that should be considered. I, I took it as like pig bath water. Like, oh, and that's... I'm, yeah, I'm thinking it's uh, what comes off right, the hog yeah. after you wash them. Yes, right. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, that's exactly. nothing. That's hogwash. Just throw that away. Yeah, it's 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 used bath water, but uh, with pigs. Our neighbors were pig farmers growing up. I don't recall them ever washing their hogs. <laughs> and were the hogs clean? No, they no, were. No, very, they were very, very smelly. <laughs> that's right. Uh, so, uh, there have been a number of nicknames assigned to the incredibly wasteful, idiotic, uh, non-bullet train in California, from the uh, the bullship train, there's a P at the end there, everybody calm down, uh, to the bullspit train, to the brown doggle, I believe that's our colleagues John and Ken, uh, also radio guys, uh, let's see, there, well, we have a new nomination, it's Andy in beautiful Ukiah, California, says, how about the Folly Trolley, or the Folly Trolley to LA? That's pretty good. That is pretty good. I like it. A little old-timey, like hogwash. You would think with, uh, extreme needs for some sort of fire prevention, or, you know, a number of things that have come down the, the pipe recently that require a lot of money, it'd be even harder to keep the bullet train going. You would think. It's completely unjustifiable. You're right. You're quite right. How can we build a slow train at the cost of $100, $200 billion? A slow train nobody wants to ride when you have this enormous problem with wildfires. Hey, hey Uncle Jerry, by the way, we have a tape of Jerry Brown, the ancient and mentally uh, uh, incapacitated governor of California. <laughs> That is a, one of his all-time greatest hits. Okay. Absolutely. Mentally incapacitated. One of his all-time greatest. Ah. And and listen, uh, old, uh, uh, Jerry, even if I were prepared to accept everything you say about climate change, well, that makes it inevitable, and there's nothing a state can do to halt it. Maybe you want to make some great symbolic gesture to slow it down. That's fine. Go ahead. I don't care. If the voters vote for it, uh, you know, I I love our system, and I guess I have to go along with it. On the other hand, you absolutely have to admit, because you've said it 500 times, that is the most critical need for the state of California, to prepare itself for a warmer, drier climate. How is a slow train from the middle of the Central Valley to a different spot in the middle of the Central Valley going to do anything about that? I rest my case. Magnus in Tucson writes, please declare a ban from comedy for life for Stephen Colbert. And then he lists a specific incident. I'm willing to ban him for life on the body of his work. I saw a funny joke last night I was going to ask Sean for from Stephen Colbert. It's like an honorary Oscar. I'm sorry, that won't be happening. <laughs> as he has been banned. And finally this from Lee the Nurse on our ongoing conversation about placebos. This is something we in the medical profession recognized some decades ago. I believe in it so strongly, I made it into my mission statement. To wit, if you believe something will work for you, then it probably will. I have always believed that, and it has always worked for me. (laughs) Nicely done, Lee. Marshall's News on the way, and we'll get into the flow of the day. Lots to talk about. Um, Who's to blame for the fires? Well, that's going to be a lawsuit. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
Be interested in the ratings for Monday Night Football last night. I realize you got two big markets, so that's good for the NFL, New York and San Francisco, but two two-win teams is not exactly what you're hoping for on Monday Night Football. But it was a war. Being down to the last play, no doubt about it. It was actually a really well-played game as I watched the whole stinking thing having vowed to give up the NFL. I'm oh, really? back on my knees like a junkie. And it was smoky. Yeah, it was smoky. Let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. Well, California's campfire now the deadliest wildfire in the state's history. Death toll climbing to 42 after authorities found over a dozen more bodies. The Butte County Sheriff says more search and rescue teams and cadaver dogs are being requested to find more of the fire victims. Which would suggest that they, and, and this was my question, to what extent have they not yet searched everywhere they need to search how much more potential is there for loss of life? Yep. Well, the request for more assets says that they have a lot more places to look, yep. which is just awful. As of last night, the campfire expanding to 117,000 acres, 30% containment. The town of Paradise, well, it's been all, all but destroyed by the fire. And among the victims are the Paradise City Council. All of our houses have been destroyed. All, all five city council members are now homeless. That's council wow. member Melissa Schuster. She's vowing, though, the town will come back. We will rebuild our homes. We will rebuild our town stronger, better, safer, and more beautiful than ever. We will do that. Well, that's that's what you say when you're a politician. Yeah. But um, you'd have to think if you're an individual, do I build here? You'd want to, wouldn't you want to talk to your neighbors? Are you going to build here? Or am I going to be the only house in the neighborhood? Or what's going to happen here? Right. There are a lot of questions. I'm not sure a, a, a Paradise, California City Council person is a politician per se. They kind of are. They're a town booster. I see what you're saying. But, I mean, that's a little town. What's the what was the population? About twenty seven thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the way, from what I understand, the fire is heading away from populated areas mm-hmm. and and more out into the wilderness, yeah, as vast point. as it is. So, it's entirely likely the uh, the true horror show part of the fire right. is done. We hope. Yeah. Fifty two thousand people remain evacuated. Thirteen hundred are in shelters right now. Meanwhile, the Woolsey Fire in Southern California ravaged areas from north of Los Angeles all the way to the coast, has burned more than 400 buildings. Most of the homes and state fire officials say some 57,000 buildings remain at risk. And now it turns out power companies may be responsible for starting the deadly Woolsey and campfires raging away in California. SoCal Edison and PG&E both reported malfunctions just before both fires started. PG&E apparently reported a power uh, problem uh, near where the campfire was first reported. The Associated Press is saying that Betsy Ann Cowley says a day before the campfire blew up, PG&E contacted her saying they uh, needed access to her property because their power lines were sparking. Now, she was on vacation when she got the email from PG&E. She gave him permission, but she says she's not sure what the utility found at that time. I want to mention real quickly, it's just one person, but it bothered me a little bit. We were talking during some of the preemptive power shutdowns when the winds got up and the power companies uh, in California were shutting down the power that uh, we were commenting how ridiculous a situation that was. And how it was just silly and something ought to be done. It's windy a lot on the west coast of the United States, and the infrastructure ought to be able to handle it. Some people interpreted that as us saying, keep the power flowing no matter what's going on, 
and therefore we, Armstrong and Getty, are somehow complicit in the fires. Uh, I think, a, a, that's a hell of a stretch, and B, the point was, an incredibly profitable company, several companies, could probably invest some of their profits in making the infrastructure less prone to starting fires. That's the point. One last note in San Diego County, an extremely critical fire risk warning today. This is the highest fire risk possible to be issued by the forecasters. National Weather Service warning of extreme fire behavior and explosive fire growth possible with any fire starts. Already they got winds gusting to almost 90 miles an hour in San Diego County. Yikes. Now, on another note, NBC News and others reporting that CNN says it's going to sue President Trump and top Trump aides, alleging they have violated CNN correspondent Jim Acosta's First Amendment rights of freedom of the press and Fifth Amendment rights to due process. They're requesting that the court grant immediate return of Acosta's press pass. And so that battle continues. Jim Acosta is an asshat. And that's a baseless claim. A 100% asshat. Yeah, the uh, the White House has made it clear that CNN can send who they want, just not Jim Acosta. Sure. So if that's not I denying op- any access at all. The White House routinely and has for decades granted and denied press access to the actual facilities. Marshall, I suggest you try to get a press pass to the White House this afternoon. See how it goes. You will be denied. Then I assume you will go to federal court and file suit. This is a ridiculous suit. It's a publicity stunt by the desperate CNN. And Jim Acosta's an asshat. That's a good point and well made. One last note, Amazon is reportedly going to choose Long Island City in Queens to set up a headquarters. Wall Street Journal reports that the mega online company is going to choose New York City and Northern Virginia to split its second headquarters. We it's talk it's to New a, York and suburban D.C. we got to talk to yeah. a business person about what that's all about. I'm surprised by New York. I would just think it'd be too crowded and expensive. I would have thought they would have picked someplace cheaper, but, you know, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just glad to see New York and Washington, D.C. get some media attention, finally. (laughs) There you go. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm starting a Getty show, The Conscience of the Nation. Come here, Squawky. Come here. Come here. That's our our bald eagle. Whether we keep in the... uh keep chained over there in that room to symbolize freedom um and you know they they got smart people looking into it so i'm sure they know way more about it than i do but i just assumed that they'd go into kind of a cheap sparse area take over the place very low cost to build right you know uh, get to basically be the 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 business in town and dictate everything yeah yeah, a second-tier city, and I don't mean that in terms of quality or status do, or anything like that. I do, bad people, I, I bad hate, food. I hate that sort of thing. I mean, in terms of uh, cost of living, uh, congestion, uh, you know, uh, regulations, tax, something have, a little more wide open and, and you know, medium-sized. Yeah, I wouldn't, have been Tennessee. I wouldn't have been surprised, you know, again, I have no idea what I'm talking about. If they go into some place that's practically a, a tiny place mm. and just take it over and people come in and you hire them and you have all the roads and access and your own airport and everything. Right, 21st century infrastructure all the way around. As opposed to battling with everything that is New York and Washington, D.C. Queens and suburban D.C. Yep. Interesting. Yep. 25,000 people per, huh? Yeah. That's what I understand. Yeah, they're going to divvy up the 50,000, 25 and 25. We'll I'm talk just to glad s- to see D.C. get richer as well and, and more powerful. <laughs> we'll talk to somebody smart about that. We can find anybody. Will that be the main headquarters or is the main headquarters going to be in Seattle still? I think it's still going to be in Seattle. Oh, yeah. These will be the two 
second tier headquarters. Okay. Jack, in the vast expanse of my estate, I have a wireless router and then I have a satellite for the other end of the house. And that'll be the way it is with Amazon, I think. Seattle will still be the base unit. As Amazon takes over the entire world. And every aspect of it, and is the biggest... Oh, not the biggest lobbyist. Google's the biggest lobbyist. Amazon's right up there, though. You keep trying, Jeff. And running one of the most influential newspapers in the country. Right? Which is a, which is a thing. Mm. Um, so Thank gotta... God for the plucky, independent voices out there. Hint, hint, us, us, hint, us. <laughs> I suppose we could look more into CNN's publicity ploy, uh, or maybe not. Um, somebody who would know thinks Hillary Clinton's running for president in 2020. <laughs> Plus, and Kellyanne Conway has reacted. <laughs> oh, that's right. Got to play uh, 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 Jerry Brown. He's uh, issued a new hit. It'll go into his greatest hits collection. And your correspondence about the wildfires, fire, uh, forest management, rather, and, and that sort of thing. All on the way in the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the, of nation. Of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Like a stone And I fell heavy into your arms This is very exciting, okay? There is no words more reassuring to Democratic politicians than Florida recounts. Now, no one knows where this will end up, but if history is any guide, the Supreme Court will rule that the next governor of Florida... It's George W. Bush. Yeah. Um, uh, Joke for dumb people. <laughs> Joe hates Steve, Stephen Colbert. I do, down to my bones. <laughs> Flor- Except Flor- what he said the other day about the attack on Tucker Carlson's house. That was manly, it was reasonable, and it was uh, kind, and I salute him for that. Um, duh, what was I going to say? Uh, uh, oh, Florida's embarrassing itself, as usual. Just embarrassing itself. Please. It's Florida. It's almost certainly going to end up where it was on election night. It's like calling a clown clownish. <laughs> what, what's your point? <laughs> um, anyway, looking ahead to 2020, I bring this up because in the Wall Street Journal today, an opinion piece by one Mark Penn and Andrew Stein, Mark Penn, um, was involved in the Clinton campaign in the past, has uh, worked for the Clintons in the past. And uh, he says, in his op-ed piece in the Wall Street Journal, journal Hillary will run again. Holy And writes a cow. long column explaining why that is the case. Oh, please. Oh, please. Oh, please. And I say that not as like a Republican, but as a guy who really enjoys a train wreck. I mean, it's like hearing a guy next to you is building a rocket and he thinks he can fly to the moon. You know it's a terrible idea, but you got to watch Launch Day. <laughs> I didn't look up the exact words of the quote from Kellyanne Conway, who ran Trump's campaign last time, but she said something like that, like, if there is a God in heaven, let this be true, or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. Something, something along those lines. Yeah. Anyway, what Mark Penn says in the um, uh, Wall Street Journal is pretty interesting. 
Hillary, it's the perfect time for her. She's going to go back to what she actually is. She has been running and pretending to be kind of a left-of-center Democrat for a long time now. A moderate. What she right. actually is is the universal health care... Um, you remember when she pushed that when Bill was president and that whole thing in 92 and all that sort of stuff? That's who she is. She's going to come back to where she was and, 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 and inspire the true progressives, the base of the Democratic Party this time around. Oh, boy. Looks good on paper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're calling, he's calling it Hillary Clinton 4.0. You shouldn't need a 4.0. <laughs> Some might suggest being authentic would be a good strategy. Yeah, back to the universal health care promoting progressive firebrand of 1994, which is what she really is. She's going to capture the progressive momentum of the base of the Democratic Party and be the nominee, according to Mark Penn, who uh, knows a lot about strategy for Democrats. Bing, bing, bong, bong, bing, bing, bing. I was, when I was just Googling Hillary 2020, I came across... I don't know how many articles just in the last couple of weeks. Here's why Hillary Clinton 4.0 is a terrible idea from CNN.com. No, Hillary is not going to be the nominee in 2020 from New York Magazine 14 hours ago. Boom! Uh, My neighbor aborted his rocket launch. The Hill, Politico, uh, a Twitter hashtag, all kinds of... Mark Stein weighing in, Fox News stories. I'd love Um, to hear Mark Stein's take. So she's she's still a hot product to talk about. Of course, and everybody kind of uh, gets excited about a Trump Hillary race again. Just, sure, I got, I got to believe realistically, it's very unlikely. Well, she won the popular vote by she a did. couple of mil. She did. I could write you a case. Give me ten minutes. I'll write you a solid four paragraph case for why Hillary could win. I would I would have said the exact same thing about Al Gore when he won the popular vote and lost, as we just were referencing the uh, with the recount and all. Oh, that I sort was of stuff. sure he was going to run, and again. he didn't run. Right, right. Hillary, having been humiliated twice, you'd think might might not be up for it. And, having and, and she's to... not. She said as much the other day. But there are a lot of things you're not up for that the more you think about it, the more you think, eh, it'd be kind of nice. I don't know. You know the time heals all wounds, right? God, please. That would be that would be bizarre and hilarious. There's, well, I'll tell you, I, I got to believe this. There's not a chance that she's not at least considering it. There's no way that she's uh, she's just <laughs> I don't know what they're talking about. There's no way I'm doing it. Can't be right. That wouldn't that would defy human nature. Right. That would defy human nature. At least a part of her, if not most of her, wants to run again, which would be so damned exciting. My opinion of Hillary <laughs> as a soulless, calculating cyborg bent on evil is. Um, is pretty well established, but I will tell you this: if you have tens of millions of people, and there probably are tens of millions at this point, saying, "I want you to run, I want you to run, we need you," I don't care who you are, your ego would have to at least roll that around for a little while, even if you've been humiliated twice. That's a tough siren call to to resist. Yeah, though I was just thinking, similar to Al Gore, I remember Al Gore. Um... Uh, talking about, you know, I tried to be this, and then I tried to be that. Well, no, I'm just going to be yourself. And I think people who start out being themselves do a lot better than the, than the people that have tried to be something else for years and years. Right. And now all of a sudden are going to try to be themselves. Right. That's just a weird thing to do. Well, I think and Barack Obama is who Barack Obama is. So is George W. Bush. So is Donald Trump. Right. They are who they are. Clearly. 
Yeah, that whole, listen, I was a big, giant phony and tried to defraud you right. twice, but now I'm back. <laughs> that only works in rom-coms. That doesn't work in real life. I was a big, giant phony. <laughs> I don't I don't care if it's the music business or, or politics or winning the heart of your true love. Do you. And if you doesn't work, keep being you until it does. So I wish we could get David Sanger on from the New York Times. I always like I've read several of his books and I always like his writing. He's really into this sort of stuff. Article last night, um, missile bases in North Korea suggest a great deception. Don't North Korea is moving ahead with its ballistic missile program at 16 hidden bases that have been identified in new commercial satellite images, a network long known to American intelligence agencies, but left undiscussed as President Trump um, talked about neutralizing North's. North Korea's nuclear threat. Satellite images suggest the North has been engaged in a great deception, and it is offered to dismantle a major launching site, but it is continuing to make improvements to all its other sites, and um, they are moving full speed ahead as far as as far as satellite images can show, which well, is what we everyone expected, right? That is extremely disappointing oh, yeah. and completely unsurprising. Yeah, not surprising, but... It gets you back to one of the thorniest issues in the entire world. Right. How do you deal with that? Listen, I, listen, listen. Let me do this. Time to send Dennis Rodman back, clearly. We've never needed you more than we need you now, Dennis. We'll yeah, but Dennis, don't put it on them. They don't they use them as an excuse for the behavior that you're making. We'll talk about that more later. Finally. Uh, we got a lot of correspondence about the fires. We'll get into some of that in the, in the very latest. All on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show.